Hi, besties. You're listening to Long Distance BFF. I'm Tristan. And I'm Samantha. We're your new best friends. Each episode, we'll dive into friendship head first. We'll talk about celebrity friendships, heartwarming friendships, and maybe share some tips to keep your friendship strong along the way. We're the friendship experts. Hi, besties. Hey, besties. Thanks for coming back. Yes, thank you. We have an exciting episode. Yes, we found a story, a true story about two best friends that lived in New Zealand in the 1950s. Pauline and Juliet, and they killed Pauline's mother. Mm -hmm. So two best friends. Yes, so they lived in New Zealand. This is a true story in New Zealand. There's a movie based on this, but we could not watch the movie because it's just not available anywhere, which is weird because they won or they were nominated or they won. They were nominated. Yeah, like a like an Oscar. And it was one of the uh, one of a really popular movie in that time. Uh-huh. And you, it is not streaming anywhere. You can't even watch it on Amazon. Yeah, oh, it's paying for it. Yeah, you can't get it anywhere. The only way I could find was if we actually bought the DVD. Mm. And yeah, no, I'm still wait. debating if I want to buy this DVD. But everyone, I everything I've read about this movie is said it was amazing. Uh huh. That there, so Kate Winslet is in it, and they it's her she's first, just, her first ever film, and she's a great actor. And then the other girl, did you recognize her? Yes. What is she from? She is from. I just remember her from Ever After. She was one of the stepsisters. Yes, one of the steps. That's right. And I'm yes. sure I know I recognize her. So I know she's in other things, but that's the thing that popped into my head first when I saw her. Yeah, I recognized her, but I couldn't place her. Yeah. So that I mean, popular actresses. And yeah, yes. somehow it was it was released in 1996. Right. So I don't know. Weird. Weird that it's not streaming anywhere. Right. But it's based on the murder, and that was in 1954. Yes. So the girls were young when they met. They were teenagers. Yeah, they met in high school. Mm -hmm. And they just immediately connected and became best friends. And it got kind of weird. It did. So there was rumor or suspicion that they had a homosexual relationship. Yeah, but they, they denied it. And then later, I read later that they think that it wasn't a homosexual thing, that they were just really obsessive girls. Yeah. And so I have like conflicting arguments with that. Not that it really matters whether they were or not, but there is some quotes that point towards them being that. And then there's also Mm -hmm. testimony where they, so her sister was 17 at the time when her sister murdered her mother. And she goes on quoting saying, I had to decide if I would hate her for the rest of my life because she took my mother away from me. It was the worst thing that could ever have happened to me because we'd been so close growing up. I wrote her and said, I can't believe what's happened. I don't want to accept this. Hillary wrote back. So Hillary, she changed, she changed her name. So Pauline wrote back. Pauline is saying it just all got out of hand. I don't know what happened and I just want to keep in touch with you. So over the years, her and Pauline have written regularly, regularly, and she sends money to her nephews. Because Pauline has grown up. So we're 
flashing way forward here, but Pauline has grown up and never married. Mm-mm. She's like a nun. Her sister said she's like a nun. She just lives. She's devout Catholic and just spends her days in prayer. Right. And isolated. Well, I think we need to point out too, these girls were 15 and 16. Pauline was 16. Hillary was 15 when they, um, when they murdered Honora, which is mm-hmm. Pauline's mom. Pauline and Juliet. You Juliet. said Hillary, Hillary but Oh, Pauline, I'm sorry. Yes. It's okay. It's very confusing because Pauline changed her name to Hillary and Juliet changed her name to Anne. Right. So you got to get this. Well, and then there was not all, so I'm going to try and just, unless I get confused, try and keep their names as one, even after they've changed their names, I'm going to keep it. Yes. Pauline Pauline and Juliet. Juliet. Pauline is the one whose mother was murdered. Pauline, it was Pauline's mother. Yes. But when they went to trial, they only served five years in prison. Mm-hmm. And they had to be separated, which at that time, there wasn't very many youth correctional facilities. So it was really difficult to try and get them separated. And that was part of the the sentencing mm-hmm. was that even when they get out of prison, that they are not allowed to contact each other for the rest mm-hmm. of their lives. Yeah. So kind of let's go back to their friendship. Yes. It's really weird because they create, they were both very intelligent Mm-hmm. girls and they wrote they were writers and yeah. creative and they wrote this entire fourth they called it the fourth world like this other dimension that they lived in and I saw some clips from the movie and it was really interesting because the director actually made this world so in the movie you see them in the regular world but then you're also seeing their world that they created which is they're just amazing world. Right. And so Juliet's mother actually went on to say that when the girls were acting and doing this fourth world, when they were in their fourth world, they also had other identities as yeah, well. They, called the, they had different names. So they had different names for when they were younger, their character that they would mm-hmm. get into. And uh, Juliet's mother actually said that when they were in character, she said it was almost impossible to actually talk to Juliet. Yeah. Like to get through to her because she was so into her character that mm-hmm. even her mom couldn't pull her out of it. Weird. And Juliet, who has later become Anne, she is currently a world-renowned writer. So she they went to jail for five years, mm-hmm. got out. They both left New Zealand changed their names and Juliet who's now Anne is an amazing author she's actually living in LA working on getting her fil- her books turned into films and th- that's just crazy to me and they mm-hmm. they do they talk about how intelligent they are i actually read another thing where they were saying that they really truly do not believe actually this was from the sister Wendy who says she does not believe that they have gotten any contact. They Like they have stuck nope. to it and have not contacted mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. So they tried to get a hold of Pauline to interview her and Pauline wasn't going for it. She wanted her solitude. Both ladies have never married, never had children. Mm-hmm. And they just, 
especially Pauline just wants her solitude. She doesn't, Mm -hmm. she knows everyone in her town knows what she has done, but that's as far as it goes. She's told Mm -hmm. everyone that needs to know, and she's done with it and doesn't want any, anything else. Yeah. So her sister said that she doesn't have a TV or radio, so she would have no idea about Juliet or Anne Mm -hmm. because Anne has been in the media. She's well, she is a famous author, so she has to do interviews and things. So she's been forced. She doesn't want to talk about it, but she's been forced to. Mm-hmm. And Juliet, or oh, this is hard. <laughs> so <laughs> Pauline would never have heard what Juliet has to say about it because she doesn't own a TV or radio. Right. So their relationship was getting extremely intense. Mm-hmm. And the parents got together and decided that these girls needed some separation. Yeah. So Juliet, they both, they connected because they both had illnesses when they were younger mm-hmm. and just kind of connected over similar backgrounds because they weren't similar. Juliet grew up with money Yeah, and Pauline's family was more poor, more working class, just lived. Her mother ran a boarding house. It was an unlikely pair because of economics. Right. But then they connected over their past illnesses and just created this really weird obsession. And yeah, at one point, Juliet had to go to a hospital. She had tuberculosis and it came back and she had to go to the hospital. I can't remember for how long. Oh, three months. She was sent away for three months And they wrote letters to each other every day. Mm -hmm. And the parents thought, oh, this will be a good little separation for them. Maybe they'll drift apart, but they didn't. Yes. No, they didn't. Although during that time, Pauline did start sneaking out Mm -hmm. and started hooking up with a boy named Nicholas, who was much older than them. And so Pauline's parents ran a boarding house. Mm-hmm. And so Nicholas was one of the people staying there and he was a college student and she ended up having relationships with a relationship with Nicholas mm. and the father caught them. And so she was in a lot of trouble for that. But then once Juliet got out of the hospital, she stopped seeing uh, Nicholas. Mm. She was no longer interested in him. Yeah. And she, she had her friend back. She didn't need other entertainment. Right. So there's a quote that Pauline says, this was during the trial. Mm -hmm. I told Nicholas, I was no longer very much in love with him. So that was as soon as she, as soon as Pauline came back. And then she also says, and so this is one of those like conflicting arguments that makes me think maybe there was something more than just friendship with them. Mm -hmm. Um, So she also writes or also set claims. It was wonderful returning with Juliet. It was as if she had never been away. I believe I could fall in love with Juliet. Mm, Yeah, interesting. But also I read about the trial that there were, so at that point, homosexuality was considered like deviant behavior. A mental illness, yeah. A mental illness. And so I know that the trial, they were trying to claim the homosexuality because that would put them into be put into a mental institution instead Mm -hmm. of going to jail, which it turned out to be beneficial to them that they didn't get put into the mental institution because they would have been there for life. 
Instead, they got the five years in jail. They were too young for the death penalty. So they got five years and they were out. So who knows what was kind of thrown into that trial to make, you know, how lawyers are. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To make things seem maybe different than they are. I don't know. But that is, that is interesting that she said that because that was kind of thrown in there but it's not talked about a lot and it might just be because that was such a frowned upon thing back then in the 50s yes they just didn't want to talk about it much so I think another thing that really describes their friendship this is also what Pauline had wrote so they had they got a hold of the of Pauline's journal mm-hmm. and that is where they got a lot of insights on their friendship and so there's a lot of quotes from Juliet's I mean I'm sorry um Pauline's there's a lot of quotes from Pauline's journal and one of them says we have an extra part of our brain which can appreciate the fourth world but meanwhile on two days a year we may use the key to look into our beautiful world well they also I think thought that they were above the law in their fourth world. The rules were different Mm -hmm. and they didn't have to follow any kind of legal things. So, and they believed in a different deity and they just had created this. Right. And they even had certain, it was like, uh, they called it something else, but it was like their gods Mm -hmm. and they had pictured them as celebrities. They had some celebrities in there. Yeah. And singers from back then. Singers. That's who they called their, I think they called them their saints. Right. Yes. Yeah. That's interesting. Maybe they should have gone to the loony bin. (laughs) So Pauline ended up spending a lot of time at Juliet's house. Like that was the main place that they would hang out and stay. Like when they got to choose whose friend's house they go to, Mm -hmm. most of the time they chose Juliet's house. Mm -hmm. I think maybe too. Of course, I don't know this. I'm just speculating. It sounds like Pauline's mother was way more strict and involved Mm -hmm. in Pauline's life. Or maybe Juliet's mom wasn't. So I feel like they got away with more when they were there. Yeah. So there was a book written about this, a journalist Mm -hmm. after everything happened. I think even after the movie came out, like this was a recent book in the 90s. He did a whole deep dive into it. And he does say that Juliet's mother, well, one of the reasons they were going to get split up was because so after the whole hospitalization and they got mm-hmm. split up they got back together after the 3 months when Juliet came home but then Juliet found or Juliet's family found out that her mother was having an affair so Juliet's right. parents were going to get a divorce and she was going to move with her dad to South Africa mm-hmm. and this was when they started planning this whole murder because this reporter found out that Juliet's parents were saying, oh yeah, we're gonna, they were being a lot more inclusive of Pauline and saying, oh yeah, she's gonna be able to move with you. We won't separate you. We'll figure things out. Mm -hmm. Thinking and knowing that Pauline's mom was gonna say, no way, she's not moving. So they were kind of letting Pauline's mom be the bad guy in the situation. And Honestly, that you can kind of blame them a little bit too for for this crime, for doing that. That was wrong of them. 
but yeah, she, I mean, obviously Juliet's mom was having an affair. She was yeah. not thinking of her family, not thinking, not that having an affair means you don't love your kids, but she was think she was being selfish right then in that moment in those months. Right. right. And then it was Pauline that decided that she wanted to kill her mother. Mm-hmm. And when she brought it up to Juliet, Juliet was hesitant, but not completely against it. Mm-hmm. And and Pauline said that in her diaries. That's what Pauline's Pauline wrote in her diaries was that she brought it up, and I can't remember the exact words because they 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 speak. I guess it's because they're from New Zealand, right. but they they speak a little bit differently. She said she wasn't giddy with excitement, but she wasn't against it. Right. And so later, jumping way forward again. Juliet or Anne said that she felt she owed Pauline who had written her every single day while she was in the hospital for three months. She said the letters were a lifeline and I felt when she needed a lifeline, I owed her. Mm -hmm. That's what she said. And she also said she believed Pauline would kill herself if she didn't go along with the plan. So she was saving her, her best friend's life. In a way. Yeah. So there is some other journal entries from Pauline that I would like to read. Mm -hmm. This is before the murder. Our main idea for the day was to murder mother. It's a, it's a definite plan we intended to carry out. I worked out, I've worked it out carefully and are thrilled by the idea. Naturally, we feel a trifle nervous, but the pleasure of anticipation is great. Then we have another journal entry. Deborah rang and we decided to use a rock in a stocking rather than a sandbag. We discussed the murder. I feel keyed up as if I were planning a surprise party. Mm. And then the day of the murder, she writes day of the happy event. I'm writing a bit of this on the morning of the death. I felt very excited. And the night before Christmassy last night, I didn't have pleasant dreams though. Hmm. So she was very, if I were reading those, obviously while someone was at, uh, in a trial, mm-hmm. that doesn't sound like they're making a decision based on what they feel they have to do. It's almost like an exciting thing. Yeah, It'd be different. Like we have to do this. I don't to want to together. do this, mm-hmm. but we, but I have to do this if I want to live my life. I mean, you've seen movies about that. You've heard stories about that where they have to do something they don't necessarily want to do because their life depends on it. Mm-hmm. But this doesn't sound like that to me. This sounds exciting, mm-hmm. excited to get rid of her mom. Yeah. Who is standing in their way. Right. They're standing but, in her way to be with Juliet. Right. And I can see her processing of wanting to do this, but I can't see where the excitement is coming from mm-hmm. where she's like giddy thinking about this murder. Yeah. No, that's very interesting. I never thought of it that way. She is really seems to be excited about it. Yes. And not in the least bit sad (laughs) right yeah so I did hear a story that the arresting officer that arrested the girls ended up committing suicide Mm. and his daughter said the the daughter of the officer says what really got to him was not only that they were the same age as me but they appeared to be two normal girls 
Mm-hmm. But it ate it. The story was so disturbing to him mm-hmm. that he ended up taking his own life. Wow. I did read that statistically that is very rare. It's very rare for a daughter to kill their mother. Weirdly. <laughs> <laughs> it's very rare as much as, cause you know, moms and daughters can have a contentious, contentious relationship sometimes, but it's very rare for a daughter to kill their mother. And it's even more rare for a daughter and her friend <laughs> right. you know, for two, two young teenage girls to kill someone. Yes. Yes. Interesting. I don't know. I mean, I know when we were teenagers and had issues with our moms, you, you would totally agree with me. Like, Oh yeah, oh, yeah, your mom. Yeah, I cannot believe your mom did that or said that or won't let you go to the dance or whatever it is. Oh yeah. But there was never like a plot <laughs> for murder. <laughs> never even a thought. Well, and so where this really where the murder planning really picked up was before Juliet was scheduled to leave. Pauline was allowed to stay at Juliet's house for two weeks. Mm, that was a mistake. Yes, <laughs> exactly. So you're trying to separate these kids and distance them, but then you're saying, okay, for these two weeks straight, you can stay together and be you together. Can plan the murder. Yeah. So that yeah. is where a lot of the planning and I guess excitement mm-hmm. happened. So that was a big mistake. If you feel like your child is going down a dangerous road, yeah. Don't let them stay at the no, <laughs> at their friend's plan house for your two murder. Weeks. Uh, at least this way they can't plan it now. <laughs> yes. Goodness. Yeah, and they obviously they got caught right away. I mean, they they beat her. They went on a walk in a Yeah, we haven't described how they killed her yet. <laughs> so they went on a walk in a secluded wooded park area. Mm-hmm. And took a brick, half a brick in a stocking and pretend or dropped something. Uh-huh. And the mom, Pauline's mother, leaned down to get it. And Pauline pulled out the the brick and just started smashing her. And it wasn't like it was just one of them. Because it took, no. I read that it took 40 something 45, blows. I heard that too. 45 strikes. And they both did it. They so Pauline turns. started and then Juliet took it. So it wasn't like Pauline just stood by or Juliet. It's not like one of them just stood by and watched. They both they both the part- partook. And I read one thing where they were suspecting that they thought it wouldn't take that much that it would be kind of like one blow and she would die Mm -hmm. so they had but once you start you have to finish Mm -hmm. so they had to take their they had to hit her 45 times for her and she didn't even die she died the next day right I mean she was probably brain dead at that point but she she would died the next day in the hospital so the girls do this and they run to get help and say she fell like, mm-hmm. where did she fall? Down a cliff? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, who knew that it would take 45 blows to kill someone with a brick? Yes. I guess oh now we gosh. know. It's not an easy thing. No. And picked something else. <laughs> Their two weeks of planning was poor planning. <laughs> yes. Well, and it's obvious that they were young. They were kids. And they, right. they didn't know. I still think they're old enough to. Well, Wendy said the sister, Pauline's sister said that she thought that Pauline 
didn't even realize what she had done right until years later. So there was a thing where she had said that Pauline had told her that it took her five years to even understand what she had done. Mm -hmm. That's interesting. But that they only served five years for this brutal murder. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, they both are living their lives. They have, they're obviously not serial murderers. They haven't gone out and done it again and and Juliet seems to be a normal-ish person I mean she also is very weird the way she she says in interviews I don't even remember that time in my life do you remember 50 years ago and she'll get a little bit defensive about it because she's just done talking about it she says I'm done talking about this I've talked about it enough and then I saw this one weird video where she was talking about a book writing and her uh-huh. books. And she said, I just want to be known as a kind person. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> you are a murderer. I mean, that never gets taken away. You're a murderer. Yes. Yes. She Some did, decisions yeah. you make stick with you forever. Yes. And she has become religious. So in her mind, and I think also in Pauline's mind, who has also become a devout Catholic, I think right. they're just looking for forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is weird how they have be, they are on the outside, relatively just normal people. Mm-hmm. And for a long, long time, they went unnoticed. And and mm-hmm. because they changed their names, nobody knew who they were for a yeah. really long time. Yep, it wasn't. So this happened in the 50s. And it wasn't until this movie came out 1996 that this reporter had discovered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. This was a fun one. <laughs> it was very, very interesting, especially the part about this all coming out in the 90s when the movie came out about who right. that this one was a, an actual famous writer. Mm-hmm. So some best friends are not always good. <laughs> no. no, Could you imagine just living your life as a writer being, she's very successful. And then all of a sudden this movie comes out and you're like, oh crap. Right. Or being like her editor, someone who knows her very well. And, and then out. finding out like, oh, you helped murder your best friends. Or think yeah. of this, Pauline, Pauline is gives writing lessons to children. Yes. <laughs> How is her business thriving after this? Because it says she has a thriving business and that she's doing well. Yeah. Well, I so I read that after this came out in the 90s, she did have to move. So she lived in a town and mm-hmm. had her writing business, but now she lives in a very isolated island, like some kind of islands uh-huh. off Scotland. Oh, got so it. Maybe she did decide did, to yeah. move after this. And they're both, they're in their 80. Right? They got to be around 85 yeah. is what I, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Just, just live in your old life. And then some, I feel almost like, and so Anne Perry is the Juliet's name. This is, she writes under the name Anne Perry. And I almost feel like the way she talks in her interviews and stuff, like, like saying that she doesn't remember it and she gets defensive. I almost feel like she probably hadn't thought about it. I feel like she kind of just lived her life and forgot about it until 
it came up again. And maybe just, you know how your mind. I think forcing yourself to forget about it. Yeah. You protect yourself by just push, putting it out of your head. Yes. And, and now she was forced and that's why she gets defensive when, Mm -hmm. when asked about it. Well, good thing. Nothing will ever come out about us. Right. (laughs) We were angels. We haven't murdered anybody. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, thanks for listening, besties. We enjoyed this one. Yeah, this was a fun one. Thanks for listening. Love you, best friend. Love you, best friend. If you have a bestie question or comment or have a request, reach out to us via email at samandtrisldbff at gmail.com. Or message us through our Instagram, longdistancebff. <laughs>